Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to How That's Garbage Media Production. We got a red on it as well. We're pulling super colds all day. Podcasting. Champion of the world. It's Happy Hour, your no! favorite podcast. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. No! Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Take the words right. Your host, Snake and Trap. Super Colts all day. Garbage. What is up? Episode 14, Trav. What up, what up? starting to stack these guys up yeah yeah it's going a little too quickly i know i saw in like a couple weeks is uh conference championships i think next week yes, is sir. rivalry week yeah so this yeah. is it's yeah it's winding down man i'm yeah. so excited for i mean obviously i don't want to wish away but conference championship week I actually counted them up but i think there's like 10 basically major conferences i guess that makes sense because it's group of five and power five right so Pretty excited about that, man. We're gonna have to pick all ten. Yeah, for sure. They'll sprinkle some of those onto like Friday, right? Yeah, that's usually a weekend affair. Yeah, there's looks like there's two, two Friday, and then oh wow, yeah, yeah. There's eight more on Saturday. That's good stuff. Yeah, getting ahead of ourselves though. Yeah, one week at a time, getting ahead of ourselves. I feel like <clears throat> you keep falling into the trap of. Trying to look at the rankings, figure out who's in the playoff. I don't think it's worth discussion yet. Maybe oh, after okay. this week. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I like it either. I'm just I'm okay. just very interested. I was just thinking more so from the something I could take advantage of as far as like, you know, grabbing one of these Big Ten teams or both Big Ten teams to make the playoff or something. Uh, I was thinking more future odds, not uh same thing with Heisman too. Yeah. I didn't mean to offend you with the Blake Quorum thing. I feel like that got you a little upset. That was just one of the worst takes I heard all day. It was you? You thought Blake Corum was going to win if Michigan wins? Was that the concept? No, I didn't say that. I just all I said is I really hope that guy doesn't win, averaging five yards a carry. I don't even think he's he might not be the best running back on the team. That's all I said. I don't see a world where he wins, even if he ran for like two hundred yards in the next three games. See, I think you're wrong about that, but. I don't think he's going to do that. I was just throwing it out there. <laughs> fair, fair enough. All right, let's go. Th- let's go through last week. Start with the records. Uh, I am 13, 10, and 0. But I still lose minus 1.2 units. The dagger was the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. We were a little too cocky about that. Kind well, of knew we, knew we were being cocky about yeah, that. Yeah, we knew we were going to lose it. We still did it anyways. Yeah. I feel like it was on the pot. I couldn't flip it. So, yeah. And it was, I would have felt dumb if I took it off the board and then, and then they like dismantled the Colts. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought about just actually just betting the other side and then just never telling a soul, but I didn't do that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, again, I, pretty good i looked overall i'm actually i have a winning record in like standard bets college football 
all just straight it's up plays and money lines. Absolutely mind blowing. But it's a lot of bets. I've placed like three hundred some bets, and <laughs> that vig adds up. Yeah, it really does. Just getting crushed by the vig. You need to start cutting that vig a little bit, buddy. <laughs> I'm about to be able to in one week because then I'll have like more than one book to operate off. So yeah, I can stop buying like half points and stuff. Um, and then I looked. I actually um. So I lost the Raiders this week. That inspired me to look. I've lost my last seven NFL plays. I sent you the picture. I actually yeah. started off 3-0, and I think, NFL, and then just lost the last seven. So I'm ice cold. The good news, 2-0 and on my UFC plays, which pretty much never happens. I've never even heard of anything like that yet, so good Undefeated, for you. 2-0. Undefeated, yeah, good for you. Um, but yeah, whole lot of just a whole lot of uh, one-unit plays up and down. I got a tough week for you, Trav. Two and two and five. Two and five with the parlay, yeah. Not a great week. Yeah. Um pretty much got nothing right. Well, technically you got two things right. The parlay or the teaser. Uh I was trying to figure that out as well. Is that six or seven in a row we've lost now? Because I don't want to count, but it's a lot. I only recall winning the first two or three, and then I don't recall ever winning again. I don't. I don't remember the last time we won. Did I, we have a guest when we won? We, I don't. We won when Kinger was on. That was week one, and I think we won the next week. And then we might. That might be the last time we won. So like <laughs> week one of college. I mean, that hurts. That adds up too. Yeah, we're just getting destroyed on that thing. I was doing so. some double units and stuff there for a while. So if you were trying to figure out where all your money went, I guess you just figured it out. A lot out. of it's there, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to win it back. <laughs> I might, just to switch things up, I might put two units on the two-team teaser this week. Because I haven't done it in a while. I also might do the teaser for 10 points. I just kind of want to hit one. I just, just want to see what it feels move like. Move it down to like a minus 200 teaser. What do you think? Yeah, just to get back on the board, maybe. Depends on how we feel about our picks here. So the Penn State minus three, courtesy of EB. That was a no sweat. They went 30 to nothing. Uh, Yours was pretty much a no sweat as well. Vanderbilt, Kentucky, under 55. They only got to 45 points. And then mine was never close. The Oklahoma, West Virginia, over 59 and a half, which has been the theme of this teaser. That's just the first time it's happened to me. So that felt good to get in on the on the losing leg action with just the at no point close bet. Yeah. That never stood a chance. That's fun. When we, when we lost with the Ziggler boys and it was like 18 to one or something, I still haven't recovered from that. That was just, yeah, that was <laughs> tough, man. Yeah. I actually didn't like that pick either. The Oklahoma, West Virginia, but something when you took an under, I was like, oh, I don't want to take two unders, start rooting against football and, I overthought well, I think, it. No, I think you were just cooked as soon as you said, yeah, I haven't blown any of these things. It's always somebody else. True, At that that's point, a, that's a everyone jinx. listening to this knew that it was going to be you this week, buddy. So. Yeah, that's a jinx job. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's recap week 11. So at this point in the season, I'm just going to lump these into conferences. I'll just like list a handful of games. If we have any notes, uh, we can go through them. But Wow, this might be your best idea. Yeah, let's just all right, and then we're gonna go alphabetical. No, 
uh, preferential treatment here. Start with the ACC. Clemson gets back on track, 31-16 Louisville. I didn't watch this, but I was kind of following the scoreboard. It was a no-doubter on the cover. I think yeah. all's right in the world. Clemson yeah, at home. I, I think we were both on that. We thought it was a little bit of a, well, you know, maybe one of those ones we should have laid off. But we, we, uh, I think I had that on the exhibition place. I did have a lot of exhibition plays, and I think I was like eleven and ten or something. So yeah, not not a lot of uh, not a lot of winnings there either. Same deal. You just donating a bunch of juice. Yeah. To the sports book. We were right. We were spot on with this one. What was the final for that? Th- uh, Thirty-one sixteen. They win by fifteen points. I think Malik Cunningham got hurt as well. Okay. Like a re-injury of a hand or something. I heard. Okay. So if you're so that is that is relevant to this week then I might yes. have to check in on that could while be. you're could continuing be. to speak here. Okay, North Carolina beats Wake Forest thirty-six to thirty-four. This was a shootout for like two and a half quarters. I actually had the I was kind of watching that on the app too. I watched some of this game, but it started as you would expect, and then just really things cooled off in the third and fourth quarter. Only three points total in the fourth quarter. Somehow this thing goes under. It was like a mid-70s under. I actually had it. Um, but in general, like bigger picture, North Carolina just keeps winning. They're kind of in the TCU like TCU boat at this point. Who did North Carolina lose to? They so, lost to uh, Notre Dame. We picked them. That is so weird. Yeah. That okay, that was like week three or four. So them and Clemson both have a common loss to Notre Pretty Dame. similar score. Yeah, pretty similar score too, I think. I think the problem with UNC and why no one takes them seriously is there's just too many they don't have very many convincing wins. They beat Virginia by three, they beat Appalachian State in that game. They easily could have lost. I saw they were close with Georgia State. They gave up Yeah, I mean they're just they, they they don't have very many uh like quality wins i guess yeah uh, and they have a quarterback that just keeps them in every single game and he yeah. just keeps finding a way to win it yeah pretty much everyone's ruled them out at this point um for any sort of uh playoff picture sort of thing okay boston college knocks off nc state i didn't watch one second of this i didn't see any of it I know NC State's obviously been playing with some backup quarterback, but it was so a little was mind Bo- blown when I saw. So was Boston College. Oh right, so yeah. Boston College has some kid named Moorhead playing, but he played really well. He threw for like three hundred some yards. I did catch him at the end of the Duke game the weekend before, and they almost beat Duke. And I was like, oh man, maybe they're turning a corner, but I didn't think they were going to be able to cover. Uh, you know, basically went outright as an 18 and a half point dog. Yeah. Were they that big? I, yeah. I thought it was like two or three scores. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish I would have watched that game, but didn't lay eyes. I feel like weekly. I don't lay much eyes on ACC besides I try. I'll try and peek in on the, like a pit game sometimes or something, but uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Syracuse just gets demolished by Florida state. I feel like has anyone fallen from grace harder than Syracuse? <laughs> They're also playing with the backup QB. Is that just the theme in this conference? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, they go down 38 to three. Actually, um, I feel like the guy at my UPS store might have jinxed this. So 
I uh, have been selling a lot of those Penn State parking passes to all the games I don't go to. And when I go in there to drop them off, I usually talk shop with the with the guy behind the counter. And he's not like uh, a big fan or anything, but he's from New York, and he was he was just inquiring how uh, it was fresh off Syracuse's loss to Clemson, and he wanted to know why Syracuse was out of the playoff picture. And I was like, well, trying to explain it to him, like the conference is pretty weak, and uh, like they won't get a lot of respect even if they went out. Then they've just gone on to lose like three more shitty games. Syracuse is is cooked again. Now he's now he's arguing with somebody uh, somewhere about why they shouldn't be a serious candidate for the pinstripe bowl. <laughs> yeah, it's just completely flipped. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I feel like I should be keeping my eyes on Florida State at this point. They're seven and three. This might be the first year in the last five or ten years that I might need to take Florida State seriously. They could be decent. It could be okay. I, uh, Schrader did play, by the way. Six of 16, 60 yards or something. And I do have the Sean Tucker tweet queued really quick. I'll it's, just cut to the best. I'll just cut to the best yeah, part. Yeah, this here. can't this be is, good. This is his best. This is his best one. Um, it says, I'm not pleased with my performance of the, or the outcome of the game. Uh, offense struggled again. And then it says, 14 carries for 52 yards. Too many good runs called back for penalties slash negative plays. That's the most emotion I've ever seen him. And that makes me think it's not a bot. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I looked is I saw he had negative one yards receiving, and I wanted to see if he put that in there. And that uh, he did not, that he did not put it. receptions in there. So he had one grab for minus one? Yeah. So pretty much he put the sentence in about the penalties in lieu of the reception stat. Yeah, he does only he does have a character limit, so I guess that's where he draws a line. Do you think that implies so what did he say exactly about the ref? What was the quote? Or not the ref, the penalties? It said like too said, many good runs called back. Yeah, too many good runs called back for penalties slash negative plays. Okay, so that doesn't really imply that he's mad at the officiating as much as he's maybe just mad at his teammates or something, or the squad. Hard to say. Yeah. He did he did say slash negative plays, so he was insinuating there was a lot of negative plays mixed in there too. So Yeah. Tough for Sean Tucker. All right, last ACC game. Pitt destroys Virginia 37 to 7. Uh last week's guest picker at the game sent us a text said the score was 14 nothing before he was out of the Uber. And that wasn't due to a lack of Getting to the game late, it was simply because they scored, was it twice in 14 or 16 seconds? I don't know if I've ever seen that before. And I also somehow missed that he was in the Uber. I love that so much. Yeah, I think he said he was still in the Uber. I thought I'd hear about that being like some sort of record, but I didn't see anything. I can't imagine there's been too many teams to put up 14 points in 15 seconds. Yeah, if if I'm dropping back on the second pass, I'm... I'm telling myself one thing I'm not going to do here is put this anywhere near where someone can grab it and run it back again. <laughs> yeah. I, it wasn't the same guy. Was it the, that picked off the pass, but they were both like really nice plays. Like they weren't, they weren't tremendous throws by any means, but like nice job undercutting the route yeah. and then just 
straight to the house down the sideline. Yeah, that was about the only two highlights I saw from it. And that's all I needed to see. Yeah, yeah, I just figured I'd check in with EB if I needed anything else. Yeah, I think I don't know if he ended up getting in on the over, but that probably would have cashed because that's 44 points. And I actually had Pitt to cover. So that was that was a no sweat as well. That was nice. All right. uh, Big 10. Penn State uh, shuts out Maryland 30 to nothing. I feel like this is going to be pretty bittersweet when they run the table against just 10 dog shit teams and they lose to the only two that really matter. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that they were 11th in the playoff rankings tonight and I just can't help but look at the rest of the teams and just be like, oh, this team beat so-and-so and this team beat so-and-so and just be like, wow, they have zero quality wins. I zero. actually don't. Yeah. I said, I also heard Michigan right now, their strength of schedule is like 80th or 85th in the country or something like that. Well, it'll help playing number two. I think that was factoring in that game. And then plus they're going to get Northwestern here in a couple weekends. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like a Big Ten West game is, I mean, you're not really building any sort of resume here. Um, no. I mean, there's a possibility if Minnesota's 8-4, and four, they could sneak in. And honestly, a lot of this stuff is probably somewhat political in that the committee's got to be probably two steps ahead of us and thinking like, okay, we might need to slide some of these like crappy big 10 teams back in here so we can justify you know yeah they definitely ranking so and so ahead of so and so so yeah uh, yeah we don't need to get into that i actually yeah. just already bored myself talking about that so <laughs> i do i would just say that it is weird that a lot of the committee members i haven't looked at who's on that committee in years yeah but I, yeah actually don't really care but for the Condoleezza. most part yeah i sometimes the they Browns put people coach. like that and then other times they'll just put like so-and-so school's athletic director, right? That seems like a conflict of interest. Yeah, I just, I have a hard time believing that the <laughs> Michigan AD isn't going to be like, you know what? I just really don't like Ohio State's product on the field this year. It's just <laughs> not not what I'm used to seeing. Yeah. All right, Iowa beats Wisconsin 24-10. to 10. You and I were kind of all over that. Yeah. I actually saw they put up 24 points and they had virtually no offense. I think yeah. they scored on D again I- and I don't think we've witnessed anything like this. Um, Their (laughs) special teams and defense are better than many teams offense. I don't really understand it. They constantly have them in a good position. They must have a decent punter. I'm not really sure what's going on there. (laughs) I haven't like sat down and watched Watched the entire 60 minutes of a game. Yeah, because it's hard. I watched way too much of the Michigan game, so I didn't get the sample size of like the insanity. I just got pretty much them kind of clinging to life for, you know, 90% of that game. I didn't see any of the block punts and pick sixes and all that good stuff, but yeah, they're they're, It's what you said. Their defense and special teams is somehow outscoring offenses. Second to none. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I kind of wish I watched it. Yeah. Ohio state, smokes indiana 56 to 14 it's a result that everyone probably should have seen coming i think that spread was 40 points so they actually covered it uh with the 42 point margin of victory yeah that you can't really get much of a read off that but i'm liking i did add the cj stroud house heisman uh like two or three weeks ago yeah two to one hasn't really improved much but i still i still like where it's at Mayan Williams hurt again. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. But the other guy's back like 100% healthy, the Henderson? Yeah. Yeah, that must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Just plug one guy in, so yeah. Yeah, so um, I can't remember who they have this week. We have that game on here, but it's pretty much another cakewalk, I think, and then they're heading into the big one. All right, Michigan beats Nebraska. They dominate as well, 34-3. to I didn't watch this at all. You no. watched this game? No, I didn't watch it. Oh. Uh, J.J. McCarthy says 8-17 of for 100, like 120 yards. So they're still just pounding the ball down these guys throw yeah. like like quorum 45 carries 112 <laughs> uh looks like 20 28 29 162 so all right that's a pretty good day at the office yeah but it's like you say he's getting like four yards a pop four and a half yards all right that's the that's the big 10 so into the big 12 here's a game that a lot of the country had eyes on trav tcu Beats Texas. There was three points on the scoreboard at halftime. Yeah, yeah. It's insanity. It's insanity, yeah. Don't know where that comes from. And the difference in this game just was quarterback play. You have like the six-year guy against the 19, 20-year-old kid. So if, in hindsight, if you knew it was going to come down to that, you probably lean TCU. Uh, they win by seven. I think there was, what, three, seven-point dogs? Were they a touchdown underdog? Seven. Seven point dogs. I think me and you both teased it to seven and a half. We were like weirdly on the same page with that. Yeah. So that's the difference in this game. Yeah. It's at some point. Uh it just seems like TCU's just flipping a coin every week and it keeps working. So Yeah. Uh thirty-eight yards combined, uh thirty-eight combined yards between the teams uh in the first quarter. I think that was like some sort of record, certainly for this season. Wow. Then I also had jotted down here 0 for 6 start for Ewers passing. But they they really all did seem like they were drops. And then on the 7th pass, which I uh, didn't mention, uh, interception. So, yeah, it was not good. It was not a good start. Oh, I heard something about that. The yeah. start of the game, the Texas guys were just dropping all the passes. Yeah, so I was, I was ready to give him a free pass, and then 7th pass, he threw a pick. So I guess I kind of ratted myself out there. So Okay. Yeah, so this is literally... I just wanted to look at the drive chart real quick. Texas yeah. sc- Texas scored on defense, I believe. So they had zero offensive touchdowns. Yeah, it's like all three and outs too. Three plays, four plays, three plays, three plays, four what's, plays, three plays. What's the advanced analytics on that? Yeah, wh- what do the advanced analytics say about scoring zero points in the first half <laughs> trying to win. I'm not even I'm not even against the analytics. I'm just a I'm just against anyone that told me Texas was good in the advanced stats. I think it was just Andy Staples, man. God. <laughs> All right. That's that's enough on that one. Kansas State uh dominates Baylor 31 to 3. I would not have seen that coming. Do you have Baylor as well? I stayed off that game. Baylor's okay, been just so hit or miss, man. Someone I know had Baylor in the six rack. And that did not go well. Okay. Yeah, that's a no chance. What's that? Was that like a touchdown spread or field goal spread or something? I think they were minus two and a half or something like that, or minus one. I don't know. It was pretty close. It was, yeah. At uh, home, too? They were, uh, they were a home, home favorite and they got destroyed. Scored that, zero yeah. points in the second yeah. half. Shaping yeah, I think struggles. I, had, I think I had jotted down here. Like Baylor is just not the Baylor that we've come across, 
become accustomed to and love so much. This is not the same Valor. Different team. Sometimes it is. Like yeah, that's true. Once every we three, did, once every I three weeks it is. Them. Yeah, I was gonna say I did pick against them uh, six weeks ago or something. I still can't believe I did that. So the Oklahoma West Virginia game. We already discussed this a little bit. Yeah, so, I watched a lot of this. Oh, okay. What is happening that these teams are only scoring twenty and twenty three points, and more importantly. How does West Virginia only score 23? I thought anyone could score 40 on Oklahoma. That was kind of my mindset when I took the pick. So even though the rain doesn't play a role in the totals, uh, it was pissing rain there. And West Virginia took JT Daniels out and pretty much took the whole, we're going to chuck the ball down the field thing. And they let the backup, uh, he's a sophomore. I think he kind of plays everywhere. They pretty much let him play QB. And he just pretty much ran the ball. And did short passes, blanking on his name. Yeah, I'm looking now. I did, I would have had no idea that JT yeah. Daniels didn't play. His Daniels name. was coming. Daniels was kind of coming like in and out. His name is Garrett Green, and he just looks like a yeah. West Virginia guy. Well, that's because yeah. he's from Tallahassee. That seems about right. Garrett Green, yeah. So he played pretty good. He's a sophomore. Uh, sounded like the fans really loved him. All my Morgan, all my Morgantown buddies seemed to like him. So. Nice. Yeah, he looks kind of more like a running back than a quarterback. Five yeah, foot I think they said he was playing everywhere, basically receiver and all kinds of stuff. And then, yeah, they put him in and kind of let him, kind of let him uh, do his thing. And he played pretty well. Didn't turn the ball over that I can remember. He completed some short passes. Seemed like sometimes, you know, it was like third and five. Where we were like, okay, he's gonna have, he's gonna run it again, and he would run and get seven yards. Yeah, wow. Is this like a TBD whether he's gonna play, or is that just a pissing rain thing? Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, if he came in and won, so maybe something to keep an eye on there. I think it was a, I think it was a scoreless first quarter. I think that's when I sent the, gr- the text. It to was. The group. That's yeah. when I was knew we were in trouble. Goose I mean, egg after one. It just kept driving to midfield and punting it was pretty horrible to watch yeah that's that's not when you want the over uh and then lastly oklahoma state beats iowa state 20 to 14 just don't bother trying to get a read on this conference it's insane (laughs) uh yeah so i got gunner gundy's stat line okay five i think i saw it yeah 100 yards one td two picks one, yeah. one of the picks was one of the worst passes I've seen all year. He clearly is not ready to be plugged in uh, as a power yeah. five starting quarterback. Yeah. Did you see Gundy's explanation for kind of what was going on there? No. So someone asked him, why did Spencer Sanders come into this game at the end of the third quarter and l- literally lead them down the field twice and win this game? Why was he not playing the whole time if he's available to play? And he basically said, you know, he's a fifth or sixth year guy. He's taking a lot of hits. We're just kind of trying to save him up here. And I'm thinking like, what are you saving him up for? And also you're starting your kid in front of him. That's, that's so not a weird. Good look. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good look. That makes me so uncomfortable. But, but yeah. I, in my mind, I could only assume Sanders had benched himself or gave himself a green light to come back in. We're just we're just gonna convince ourselves of that so we can sleep at night because otherwise <laughs> I don't understand why what 
why wouldn't you put him in at halftime? Like, I guess what made him go in at the end of the third? He just had enough. It's like, I can't watch. Hey coach, I can't watch your son anymore. It's, it's like watching a uh, wounded deer out there. Do you remember when Derek Moy was hurt in like 2012? It's like fall of 2012. He didn't dress for the first half and then threw his gear on and played the second half. And they just kept chucking the ball deep to him. Yeah. It's kind of like that. (laughs) That's the only thing I can compare it to. And I'm thinking like, okay, if you, if you can honest to God run a fly route and we can throw it to you on every play, then you probably should have been playing in the first half, man. It's almost not heroic what you're doing right now. I remember the opposite of heroic. Yeah. There was a kid I played middle school football with Trav who, um, he got braces on like either the day of the game or day before. And he went ahead and he, he rolled out for the first half. And then I remember him talking to coach Zig and he's like the second half, like they went into the game with the plan. He would play the first half and not the second half. Yeah. The might all wore off. (laughs) I guess that's what they were. That's what they were planning for. It's kind of like that. That's that's Spencer Sanders. Pac-12. Friday night. This one hurt. USC pours it on. Our Colorado buffs. I had the buffs plus 35. It was in play the whole time. I just Oh, you didn't have buffs 35. That was Oh, I wondered why you were so upset about this game. I got like multiple texts about it. I was like, why would he care? Yeah, I care because I never Lincoln thought Riley refused to let me win that bet. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a Billy Napier situation here with with yeah. the raging Cajuns. Hey, hand up. I maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention. That makes sense. USC style points. That's you know I know what they're doing there. They have to look like no, they're winning big. There's no doubt. I just heard a quote from Honey Cut. I think is the the head of the committee, the playoff committee. And he referenced, he said, USC gets, without referencing, without referencing how bad their defense was, he basically said, these guys score 50 points and they get, they, they rack up 500 yards a game. So exactly. Yeah, they're attention. trying to, they're trying to show off how good the offense is, which it is very good. So I understand that it was just frustrating to watch him lead the second and third stringers down the field multiple times in like fast paced huddles. That was terrible. So the buffs can't hang on. The fake PAT when they were up big, that that hurt the most. That actually made me, I'm no longer a Lincoln no. Riley guy. Fake? Oh, I didn't know about that. Fake why PAT? Did you, why did you text me that? Then I could have been on your side, man. That should have sent to the video. The, it's the, I believe it's the punter pulls the snap, runs around the edge, and then he goes into the end zone and he does a backflip celebration. They're up like 28 points. I absolutely hate that. All right, here's one I did not see coming. Uh, I definitely lost this bet. Washington beats Oregon 37 to 34. Our guy, Michael Penix, throws for 400 yards, which, okay, that guess that makes sense. It's Oregon. They've struggled against the pass. He, he made some. He made some throws. Nice throws, yeah. He made some great throws, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm done making fun of him. It's yeah, just like, I think I'm over it. I mean... Yeah, the one where he threw it and the safety looked like he just had to run about five feet to intercept it and he couldn't run five feet to get there There's, in time because it was a, just on a dime. That was <laughs> that was unbelievable. Yeah, there's something magical about it. Like yeah. when he goes deep, it just seems to work a lot. It doesn't look good 
Andre Ware likes him. Andre Ware likes his form. He's the only person that does, but yeah, I, yeah, just it works. Just because he cheated on that one play against Penn State doesn't mean this man is not going <laughs> to mess around and s- steal like the Pac-12 crown. Very, very true. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. So, uh, well, I had a quick note jotted down here. I just wanted to shout out uh, Germs guy Jason Benetti for calling out the multiple false starts by uh, Washington's uh, fat left-footed kicker. I don't know if you caught this, but no. he was seriously false starting every time. <laughs> and then that's her kind of pointed it out a couple of times. I was like, okay, I guess it's just me. Jason Benetti, I love that. You're the so, only two guys on it. Yeah, I actually threw a flag and I still couldn't get a review on that. So, oh, still, wow. Yeah. So, anyways, you kind of mentioned the Pac 12 favorites. Who, what do you think the odds are right now? And wow, I'm just looking at it here. I jotted these down and I didn't even realize how close it is. So, well, I who do you think's that- the favorite? Who do you think's the favorite? It has to be. Uh, USC because they're favored this weekend and I believe Utah's an underdog this weekend. Yeah, very good. So, yeah, plus 200, Utah plus 210, Oregon plus 210, and then I have UCLA at 10 to 1 and Washington at 50 to 1. I think I texted you that I was so excited that this these were basically two plan games, but it's not that simple unfortunately. It does take a... There's a little... UCLA needs help because they lost. Yeah, Something's to, uh, messed up there because yeah. I can't believe UCLA's ten to one. So there's a tiebreaker that they clearly don't own. I, Good luck I, knowing which one of those teams is. Actually, I know who I would take. I would take Utah. Oh, okay, I was gonna say I'd take Oregon. So, and I feel like most guess, of the public would want USC. I guess that means. Actually, I don't know if I'd want Oregon anymore. That's really hard to say. I don't know. I guess we'll get to when we get. To, we'll get to them. Yeah, we'll get to them. We'll Two massive them. games this weekend. Pac-12. I can't wait to watch these games. DTR, Caleb Williams. Yeah, I'm clearing my Bo schedule. Knicks, yeah. And uh our guy Cam. So wow. Yeah, I'm very excited for those as well. Okay, uh we were just talking about UCLA dropping this game. They lose to Arizona. So that's Jaden Delora. Poor performance last week. Yeah. So that man was just he was running forty yards on every play. I- I think EB was all over that last week too. Actually, I think he even recognized this guy specifically, didn't he? Delora. Yeah. I I don't. He very well may have. He. I think he definitely he said called something out. about the overs. I think he definitely wanted the over. And yeah. Had to hit the over, right? Where they he both said they're close they've to been 40. scoring. Uh, thirty-four, twenty-eight, fifty, oh, sixty-two. Jeez. I think this over was in the seventies. Holy cow! Okay. Wow, I thought the score was higher than that. I didn't catch the. I didn't catch the final. Yeah, UCLA didn't score enough to to get there. I, I think Arizona did their part, but uh, I, they were down fourteen nothing after the first quarter, and then just kind of dicked around too much. Tried to come storming back, but Arizona just like never let them. Yeah, life on the line. Could you name Arizona's head coach? I just to this day I picture Kevin Sumlin. Yeah, it's. I think it's Jed or Jeb. Uh, oh, Fish. right. Yeah. And I don't know who he is or where he came from, but I heard someone say his name the other day and I was like, I'll put that in the memory bank for the show and pretend like I know who he is. I picture him with like white dude with a beer gut. No, he's from- thinner. Ah, oh, no, actually, I think I could be making that up. I was picturing him uh, Brent Venables like, but I could be wrong. Oh, he's Mike Gundy like almost. He runs a mullet too. Okay, mullets. Utah, 
wins 42 to 7. Our guy Cam Rising steps up to the occasion. Good call, Trav. You recognize this as senior night. Yeah. Slow I, start. Dangerously yeah. slow start. Didn't even watch the didn't watch the beginning. Didn't need to. 14-7 at the half. I looked at that. I think you had us spotting like 21 points. I said that's a loser. <laughs> and then just a 28 to nothing second yeah. half performance. Yeah, for what it's worth, I did say that I'd take them up to 49 and a half too. So I <laughs> I did lo- I did lose that. <laughs> so they won by 35. I mean, you could have really started taking yeah. an alt line there. You had some Why room. didn't I? Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Okay, SEC. Uh, last conference. Georgia beats Mississippi State 45 to 19. This one I did watch a whole bunch of. The cowbells were ringing. Mississippi State was fired up. Every time they would score, Georgia would just answer with like another haymaker. They just couldn't keep up. Georgia's offense looks like better and better every week. I did have the Mississippi State team total under. So that they scored 19 points. That obviously didn't cash. Gave up more points than I figured, but seems like Georgia can score. Um, okay, Tennessee beats Missouri 66 to 24. I only watched the scoreboard of this. I remember at one point in time thinking, like, whoa, we might have a game on our hands. Yeah, I think it was 28 24. So, or something along those lines. So. Yeah. And then I never saw anything again until I saw the final score. So they put up 66. Wow. Trying to make a statement as well. Yep. Style points in play there. Yeah. So that's the same team that almost beat Georgia. So yeah, they just wanted everyone to know that they're 40 some points better than them. Yeah. LSU 13, Arkansas 10. Watched too much of this. I thought it was terrible. Neither team wanted to win. That's a good way to describe it. Neither team wanted to win. I think the only guy that wanted to win was uh, our guy, Arkansas's coach, Sam Pittman. I think that guy was just losing his marbles the whole time. Brian Kelly was just content. He's like, well, we're up three. Uh, I know the spread is three and a half, but I don't care. I'm just going to, we're just going to make sure we win this game and we'll dink and dunk the ball, hand the ball off to Noah Kane for two more yards, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I finally let go of it like within the past week or two, but this, the amount of times I bet on Jaden Daniels thinking like he's the guy, because I watched Oregon and Arizona state like two or three years ago. And he played like lights out as I think a true freshman. And I was like, this guy's gonna be amazing. He's just not that great. Like he's a great runner, but like you're scoring 13 points on Arkansas and yeah, not good. I don't think that's sustainable. Um, and also Arkansas with the backup quarterback, right? It looks like he only threw the ball 13 times. But. Yeah. And then I think they went to the third string guy as well. Cause the second string guy just refused to pull the trigger. Even at halftime, Sam Pittman was like, he's got to pull the trigger. And then they started the third quarter and he just kept taking sacks. It just made no sense. <laughs> so they threw the third string guy in there. That is that was, frustrating when, when the guy was, is like too conservative to throw a pick. It's worse. Like he's just, yeah, it was, yeah, it was hard to watch. (laughs) All right. Uh, eight and two LSU, eight and two LSU. They with like, uh, six next to their name now. Right. I think six. Yeah. Yeah. You got UAB next week though. Look out. Keep your eye on the blazers. 
Okay, maybe a little six rack action. Alabama beats Ole Miss thirty to twenty four. Uh, looked like Lane Kiffin had a chance. Trav got but. got Bam alive plus odds. Felt good to finally hit one of those. I think I've like over six on those oh, in the past couple of years. Plus odds on the money line. Yeah, nice. When they were down uh, seven or ten or something. Yeah, uh, ten zip I think. Oh, early too. Nice. Yeah, early. Yep. And then I didn't even sweat it. I saw it was like tied or they were winning. It's like okay, that's over. Yeah, it came down to the wire. It just seems like any game Alabama is going to play in against someone with a pulse, it's going to be close. <laughs> and they're going to win it most of the time. All right, the saddest result of the weekend. Kentucky drops uh, to Vanderbilt 24-21. I think Kentucky was like 18-point favorite or something like that. Wanted no part of that line, but I did not think Kentucky would lose this game. We needed this game for the win total. Yeah. Win total yeah. is officially in trouble. We have uh, dogs dogs on the docket this weekend before finishing out with Louisville, and we officially need them both. So Yeah, that's terrible, man. That ain't happening. Yeah, no, that's not happening. The irony in... Never say never. Never say never, I guess, but... I, if they beat Georgia, would you feel good about it? Absolutely, yeah. They're yeah. getting through Louisville then, yeah. Yeah. But just the irony in Vanderbilt killing my Kentucky yeah. <laughs> team total. That's Yeah, wins. that's irony. It was like, yeah, obviously you had the over two and a half there, and it was like, I don't, I don't need any more. It would have been one thing if that was the third Va- Vanderbilt win, right? I mean, then you could have been like, ah, whatever. Yeah. At least I hit broke one of them. Broke even. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm broke even and I feel like I was robbed by my my Commodores. Yeah. Oh, and uh, just one other side note there. Will Levis, 11 of 23, 109 yards and one interception. It's it's just remarkable that Penn State found like two of the same guy. Like, How, many, how many hours in the training room this week? Maybe he's not in there enough. Clearly not not six or seven a day. In his defense, I think that guy's been banged up for like two months now, actually. And he is always bleeding to his defense. Every time yeah. I turn on the game, they're like, oh, Levis is bleeding from his neck. I'm like, okay. Does anyone care? And he's limping and he has appendicitis. Yeah. 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 It's just like a lot of ailments going on. Okay. Two games worth mentioning outside the power five to wrap things up. UConn beats Liberty. I don't understand how. Yeah. I finally gave Hugh Freeze some credit. He drops this one. Yeah, that's our Hugh Freeze segment for this week. And then <laughs> you absolutely blew my mind because you pointed out to me that UConn is bowl eligible <laughs> with six wins. I told you that. I guess you told me they were they had, were six and five. Okay. Yeah, maybe I did. I I mean, yeah, my mind is blown. I cannot believe they're six and five. Yeah, yeah, I told you we need to have an award show just so we can mention Jim Moore's name because that guy deserves some sort of some sort of plaque, some sort of meaningless plaque. Yeah, and was no one going to tell me that they were like eight and I think they're like eight and two or nine and one against the spread? Nobody was going to tell me that. Uh, I I I am going to tell you that about twenty minutes when I pick them to cover ten points this week. <laughs> okay. Uh, lastly don't really care about this game but worth noting the tool gets it done for ucf they beat tulane 38 to 31 that man can run the ball yeah he's an athlete like 170 yards rushing or something 18 for 176 
I'm not sure how you didn't mention Hawaii too, by the way. What a what a great game. God. You make it through the whole thing? I did. Yeah, I, I made a point to stay through uh to stay up the whole time. And actually this week is last last night on the uh last home game on the island. So oh, yeah, it's on the dock. I will I will be making it again. Yeah, so Hawaii gets the cover. They uh lose by seven or something, right? We had them like plus ten or 11. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had them plus eleven. And yeah, so they're they just basically- kept answering. They just kept answering the punches, man. And I assume you saw the line for this week, right? They're just giving uh, us the same game I, over again. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah. So we're gonna take. Please it. and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. All right. Uh, let's get into the picks. <laughs> Somehow that took longer. I thought we were gonna save time that way. Now nah, it's still we going through a lot of games here, so. Week 12 picks, again, we'll start with the ACC. Uh, Miami and Clemson. Do you want to keep riding the Clemson train with me, Trav? Yeah, I'm in on it. It's uh, I'm, I think I'm going to throw together. I have thrown together a little 10 rack this week, actually, and I have Clemson in the plays. I think this could be, geez, I don't know, 35-10. I, uh, I think Clemson could win by 30 or 40 points, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm with you, man. They are 19-point a- favorites. The total is... 48 uh they're hosting miami uh, clemson at home's dangerous and that spread doesn't look big enough to me i got miami at one and eight. eight one and eight in the last nine two and eight for the year yeah 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 uh, one and six against the spread in the last seven with clemson clemson always covers this game i don't get it clemson minus 19 I'll yeah take i it. love that that's gonna that's gonna end up being more than three tds i think but I don't think that's going to matter either. I think they could cover that too. So I, I think uh, Van Dyke's questionable. So I don't even know if that man's playing. Oh, I didn't know that. Regardless, how many points is Miami going to score on Clemson? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Ten. The Notre Dame game. I'm just trying to block that out. Yeah, just a, yeah. block punts, man. Yeah, block punts. Uh, North Carolina's hosting Georgia Tech. It's not really an intriguing game, but. North Carolina is in the mix. This game's in the mix. Uh, 21-point favorites, 63.5 total. I think I have a good play on this. This is more of a gut play. I don't have, like, a stat, but... What do you got? I think... There's a couple things going on here. The one thing that worries me is UNC's probably playing for style points as well. Like, if they get up in this game, they have to keep trying to pour it on. Yeah. That being said, I think Georgia Tech knows they don't want to get into a shootout with UNC. I think Georgia Tech's probably going to sit on the ball quite a bit. 63 and a half points. I could see them trying to slow this game down and just try and hold North Carolina to like 28 or 30. Yeah. I For some reason, my gut was this game is closer than we think it's going to be. I was picturing it more so, yeah. Um, high twenties, maybe high twenties to, I don't know, maybe 28, 20, something like that. Yeah. So I saw the mid, the over in the mid sixties. So I'm taking the under 63. I I feel pretty good about that. All right. That's actually it for the ACC because those are really the only two teams left that are relevant. Big 10, uh, Michigan hosts, Illinois. Big spread, 18-point favorite. Illinois is uh, crashing and burning currently. Super low total, 43 points. I I was surprised how low that was. 
I'm not yeah. inclined to make any sort of play on this game because of that. Because my first gut was under, but that's a little too low for me to be uh, taking yeah. under. Seems awfully low. I think this comes down to does Chase Brown play or not? It sounds like he's going to be able to, but so I'm, that was mu- that line is much much lower than I thought it was going to be. That be Chase Brown would have a real chance to get to like seventeen or eighteen hundred yards rushing, but. I don't know how much success he's going to have against Michigan here. So he's got fourteen forty on the year. That's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, he's had a gr- he's had a great year. Um, they need they needed to keep winning though, and they just I mean you can't lose to like Purdue and whoever else they lost to. I not Iowa, somebody else bad. So yeah, it's two in a row, right? Yeah, they're probably out of the rankings at this point too. Okay, so I think Michigan's probably going to be safe heading into next week. As I believe Ohio State will be, they are on the road at Maryland. Uh, 27 and a half point favorites over under 65. Anything here, Trav? Why do I feel like this game is weirdly always close? Maybe it was just the one year, but I feel like this game is always weirdly close. I feel like that's a lot of points. If I had to pick one way or the other, I would take the over because I think Ohio State could score 50. Yeah, I don't hate that. I'm just going to take Ohio State. A uh, couple things. Style points in play again with Ohio State. Trying to trying to show some margin of victory. Also, this is the game. I think I told you about this. I'm currently holding on to like 12 parking passes. So long story short, I once went to a Penn State-Maryland football game in College Park, and I had three parking passes for like a group of people I was going with. We only ended up using two. I went to uh, check StubHub just to see like, should I be selling this thing or should I just throw it in the trash can? And to my surprise, the value of the parking pass had went up like 10x, I think because they sell out. So ever since that happened, I usually buy a nice stockpile. There's probably people getting mad that I'm saying yeah. that. Yeah. But whatever sue me i'm basically like dwight Schrute with the christmas toys at christmas time yeah yeah Yeah. supply and demand so i've been selling them the last couple days they're not exactly flying off the shelves like i'm still holding on to half of these uh i would have thought biggest game on the schedule yeah maryland fans would want to see ohio state come to town i don't i don't foresee a packed uh stadium i don't know how up Maryland is getting for this game. Yeah, I think we've already went over this though. Even if they are up for the game, it doesn't seem to matter either. So true. Yeah, put the blackout in there and yeah, get blown up by sixty 59, points. Yeah, fifty-nine, nothing. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah, I like I like Ohio State and I like the game to uh, to see a lot of points. I think the over would be a good play too. All right, uh, Penn State is a nineteen and a half point favorite. On the road at Rutgers. I don't think I have enough rooting interest in this game, Trav. I have no knowledge here, but I'm just going to take Penn State. Um, minus 19, I found. Just to give me a little just a little vested interest in this, because honestly, it's like a third or fourth screen game at this point. Yeah, it kind of sucks when your favorite team's on the third or fourth screen, but I'm with you on that. I think they should cover 19 points or whatever. Can you confirm, does Sean Clifford, he has a passing record. Does he have 10,000 yards passing? Yeah. 
Okay, so there probably is a slight chance they let the freshman play. I think he's going to do first half, second half. No, I don't even think he. I don't think he does that. I think he's going to do the same thing, man. I I think he's going to play him until they are up by such a large margin that he can sleep that night comfortably. I'm not sure. I I don't know. It would be funny if we get the Spencer Sanders, like he plays Aller. Things don't go well, then they have to run Cliff out late in the third to save the game. What's what's worst case with that? (laughs) I'm not sure. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, not a ton to lose. Clifford, he's a fifth or sixth year guy. We're trying to rest his shoulder. <laughs> he's taken a lot of hits over the years. Over the years, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to screw him up permanently for the career he doesn't have doing this anymore. Yeah. Now, now just imagine if it was James Franklin's kid. That's what you're dealing with. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's weird. That's insanity. All right. Iowa at Minnesota. I was a little bit surprised to see Minnesota as the favorite in this game. I feel like these are two identical teams. Do you like anything here, Trav? Yeah. Oh, I feel oh like... incredibly low total. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. 32 yeah. and a half. Yeah. So I thought that was the lowest ever, but it turns out I believe Iowa and Rutgers was lower. It was 31 and a half. So, but I think that's 31 and a half is the lowest ever. Um, so the 32 and a half is obviously got to be second place. Um, <laughs> what was the line on that again? Uh, I saw Minnesota two and a half. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, uh, actually, geez. it's all the way up to like, there's some Iowa plus three out there. I had some reason. Jeez. I, f- I feel like Iowa, sh- you know, could definitely win this game, but something tells me uh, something clicks with Minnesota. And I can't remember. I feel like I had a good reason for you. I did hear that Iowa has won this game every, every time since 2014. So I know you're going to be taking Iowa, obviously. <laughs> Um, I don't, I feel like I had a reason for Minnesota. I think it was Tanner Morgan related. Maybe, I mean, this is his last relevant game, right? If he loses, that's, I mean, that's it. This is his sixth year. I don't know. Tanner Morgan played in the big 10 championship. Probably not. No, they never got there. Did they? Well, the, that one year they were really good. They must've right. When they beat Penn state, didn't Wisconsin end up going? Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. So I don't know. I feel like he has something to play for. I I feel like I had a reason Minnesota could win this game. I think it might have been PJ Fleck related. So for now, I'll say I'm leaning Minnesota and I might end up taking him. We'll see. All right. Um, yeah, Iowa historically wins this game. I'm I'm kind of back in on Iowa a little bit. I, I don't care that the offense can't score. It does not seem to matter. I think maybe that's what it was, man, is I was just so convinced that that was eventually going to catch up with them because their offense still isn't <laughs> scoring. So, yeah, they're not. The offense is not scoring. Uh, Petrus is at five TD passes on the year still remarkably. Uh, I uh, Minnesota obviously runs the ball really well. If they're having any success with that, I think this game is Minnesota's to lose. That being said, I've got Iowa coming off dominant wins over. Northwestern, Purdue, and Wisconsin. And Minnesota is coming off some dominant wins over Rutgers, Nebraska, and Northwestern, which that's the funniest trio in history. I feel like I was a little more battle-tested in the recent months. Uh, I lean Iowa plus three. I'm going to take some of that. 
So that's it for the Big Ten. Big 12, start with the TCU game. It's one of the bigger games of the week. TCU on the road at Baylor. Three-point underdogs, 57.5 total. Yeah, so don't overthink this one, buddy. Okay. Give me the give me the cheesy line here. The two and a half? T- yeah, you got TCU, NCAA football best, 8-1-1 one one against the spread. Undefeated against the spread on the road. Baylor, we already touched on it. Baylor just isn't the Baylor that we're used to. This is... TCU continues to win these games that we just don't think they're going to win. And until they lose, I'm I'm cool with this. I th- I think they win by two and a half points. Yeah, kind of alarming, but I have like the exact same thought process. Saw the record against the spread. It's just a team of destiny until they tell us they aren't. Why Correct. would you bet against that? Yeah. 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 So I'm with you. TCU, I got some minus two and a half. Okay, this is the... Uh, I believe this is the Bedlam game. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Uh, Seven and a half point favorites. Oklahoma is a seven and a half point favorite. It's bigger than I thought. And the total is lower than I thought. 64 and a half. Yeah. I I want a simple. uh, You're going to be uh, same train of thought here. Oklahoma State catching seven and a half points. It's a rivalry game throughout the records. This thing's a toss up. I just I don't think I can count on Kale Gundy if that guy's playing QB. I don't know what the deal is. Uh I was off Oklahoma State. I was I was basically off Spencer Sanders. I think Spencer Sanders is gonna play if he's running out there in the That's, Okay. I that was my thought, but the more I think about this, I'm like, do we know that for sure? We definitely don't know that for sure. I think the what line actually to- tells you he's not playing. It tells you that Spencer Sanders is not playing. To me, seven and a half Correct. points. Correct. Yes. That Oklahoma was my just too. lost to West Virginia. They've they're five and five. What am I missing? I'm not sure. If I can get confirmation that Spencer Sanders is starting, though, I'm gonna take that line because this this is the same thing. This is like Spencer Sanders in his last big game playing against a rival, catching more than a TD. I'll take my chances there. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm just gonna take the plus seven and a half and I don't know if he gets ruled out or whatever. I might just cash it out for half of it, but <laughs> it's like I think that's too good to be true at this point. Yeah, so I'll take it seven and a half. Okay, I, this a this lot of that is just me strictly not liking Oklahoma too. For the record, I just don't nope. think Oklahoma's good. All right, this says um, okay. This says he's playing and he's starting. I'm, I'm I think I'm all over this, man. <laughs> It says it was his choice. I, uh, it actually bothers me that it's seven and a half. Like, why are they making it more easy to choose? Don't overthink it. That always works well. All would, right. you be, would, you, would you be surprised if they win this game outright? No. Yeah, okay. I'm going to sprinkle. I yeah. always throw together a little two or three team yeah. slate underdog parlay. I put them in it this week. Did you catch mine? No, the, no last week Carol, or this week. Cheat Carol, why not us? Upcoming, I'll get to it later. Okay, but I'm in. I'm I'm in on I'm in on that with you. All uh, right, plus nice. seven and a half. I think I like that. All right, Pac-12, Travi. This is the 
this is the conference to keep eyes on this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Start with Utah and Oregon. Uh, ah, tech, let's start with USC and UCLA, actually. That's at 8 p.m., so that's the first game. USC, I had them written down as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but I think it might have like moved to one point or something like that. Yeah, I think I saw point-and-a-half, so... Okay, it's one and a half, maybe. Pick-up. It's pretty much a pick Do you have a strong feeling either way? I do not, but I feel like I'm... There was a game earlier this year. UCLA played... can't remember. Like They had a good win. Maybe it was Washington. Uh, I remember us talking about it. We're like, we yeah. want them to win, but I don't Utah. feel confident enough. They beat Utah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. by 10 points That's or something. Yeah. So I don't want to do that to myself again. And I think I'm getting a little bit of free value with UCLA just based on the Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams factor and just USC being like America's sweetheart a little bit. Like everyone's yeah. kind of. I'm with you. And UCLA's at home. I feel like it doesn't mean a whole lot. Oh, true. That means basically nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But I do feel like I'm getting some free value with UCLA. So I'm, I found a plus three actually like a minus minus one twenty bet. So I took that and I think it's worth a money line sprinkle as well. Yeah. So I have obviously USC's, uh, over win total. I I think that's their 10th win if they win. Right. So it would cash. So, I'm going to be rooting for USC. Something tells me I wake up Sunday and UCLA wins this game. And then you'll have the Notre Dame game left to sweat it out. Correct. Uh, Yeah. So you don't need to put any action on this game. You can just watch. Yeah, I can just watch this one. I didn't think of it that way. But yeah, definitely. I I, I almost need... I I don't want to go into a scenario where I have all this dough on USC and Notre Dame next weekend. So let's let's hope USC... Let's hope USC wins this week. Um, hopefully it's hopefully it's a good game. I, I don't know how it would be. Yeah, and should be a ton of points because the over unders at seventy five. Ooh, love that. Which, for the record, I actually saw something about this when I took the North Carolina Wake under. It was like a seventy eight or something. I had heard that those are hitting at like if the totals in the mid seventies are up, it basically never hits on the over, but people take the over. So again, if I was playing a side on the total, I would take the under hard data here or just, am I just supposed to take your word for it? No, I should have, I should have took a screenshot of the stat. All right. I want to say it it was like two and 15 in the last few years. Okay. Wow. I was going to say my gut reaction for this game is it goes over. (laughs) I know that's a lot of points. I know it's more than 70, but yeah, both these guys get into the forties. Yeah. Just exercise caution with that, I think. All right. Uh, Equally as intriguing, Utah goes to Oregon, where Oregon is a three-point favorite. This total is still high, just not relatively. 61.5. I think I've made up my mind on this as well. Yeah, I think I just did too. You like Oregon? Is that what you were alluding to earlier? Yeah, I think so. I I don't like Oregon. I just... Again, I, I think I wake up on Sunday and it's uh I guess I guess that's the scenario I don't know. So if UCLA wins and Oregon wins, I I think Oregon and do Oregon and 
USC play each other? Oh, you might not be able to figure this out. This might be like a list of tiebreaker thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think I did see it. I already forgot it. I like tried to make a mental note. And, yeah. <laughs> so is Oregon has Oregon been eliminated from making the playoff? Yeah, they're out. They have two losses. One's to the number one team. Okay. They're not going to put them in at four and play them again. Yeah. And it seems like winning the conference championship doesn't do a whole lot for you, right? Because uh, some teams yeah. don't even play in it and they still get in. So, yeah, I don't know. They say it does. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but have pretty much Oregon's out and USC is the only team left in the mix here. And if they win out, they're going to get it. USC. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, they're. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going through murderers row right now. It's like UCLA, Notre Dame and, you know whoever else in the Pac-12 championship game, if they win those three games, they're going to get in. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually... Um, I don't think they do. Do you? No, it's just... That's too difficult. Same, almost same think- reason TCU probably doesn't win out. It's just like... Yeah. Too many... Yeah. You're flipping the coin too many times. Yeah. I think there's a better chance TCU going undefeated than UCLA or USC running the table. I don't know. TCU has to play Kansas State. After- Didn't they already beat Kansas State? I think it was tight. Okay. Yeah. So they beat him on TCU, beat him by 10 points on October 22nd. So what I was trying to think is who does TCU play for their last game of the season? Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of wild. I've been trying to look into a lot of these, but I think Texas is out now. It's probably, it's probably can't, I think it's Kansas state again. If Kansas state wins out. Okay. So going back to Utah, I actually, I'm on the opposite side track. I like Utah. I think this is a fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice. It's the opposite. (laughs) Fool me once, shame on you. How does that work? Fool me once. Fool me once, shame shame on uh, shame on you. You fool me twice, shame on me. Shame on me. What happens if you get fooled the third time? I'm not getting fooled the third time. Utah played Oregon last year at the end of the season twice, correct? And both times it was a tight spread. And both times I took Oregon. Both times Utah just manhandled Oregon. Am I making yeah. that up or was that two years ago? That was last year. That was wasn't last it? year. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. Utah played in the Rose Bowl against Ohio State last year. Yes. Yeah. Cam rising down the left sideline, moving at four miles per hour, scoring that touchdown. I can't take Oregon again. I got to take Utah. Uh, plus, I think there's a Bo Nix injury factor here, too. Supposedly, plus three. Supposedly plus three. he got hurt. Yeah, plus three. I think that was a cramp. That looked like the most classic cramp injury. Okay, I read and, that he... And he came back in. I read that it was like a concussion cover-up or something. Oh, conspiracy I don't know what's theory, going on. snake. Oh. All right, uh, SEC. Just a few games here. We'll take a look at Georgia, Tennessee, and LSU. So Georgia uh, plays on the road at Kentucky. Big favorite, 22 and a half. Four, I like the under. A game under, yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that's half. in the five. I can't believe that's a number starts with the five. I think I texted you that. That's. I thought it was, if it was 45, I was going to take it. I saw it was 52 and a half. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, so you got in before this Prof- thing got 
driven frothing down. at the mouth. Yeah. So I what's uh, it at now? I saw forty nine and a half, and I didn't Oof. even look today. Oh, geez, I might be lying. It might have been forty nine and a half. Might have been the number. No, I think you did tell me it was in the fives when you jumped in. I like that, and I like the Kentucky team total under thirteen and a half as well. So I'm going back to the well on that. Yeah, I think I told you it was in the fives. I got forty nine and a half as well, so just, <laughs> I don't think it is moving much. But I agree. I don't unless Georgia really pours it on. How many points is Will Levis scoring? Not enough to drive Ten. that thing over. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee at South Carolina. Similar line. 21 and a half. But the total is 66. Style points game, Trav. Yeah. Uh, I like the over. You like the over. Okay. Uh, I think I like that as well. What was the number? 66. Which yeah, I, I think I... Tennessee just scored 60-some. Yeah, so 50s in play, and their defense isn't good. Um, I kind of went the other way on this. Uh, this, this is, I actually had this part of my uh, cheat Carroll parlay. I got uh, South Carolina here plus 1,100 <laughs> <laughs> with uh, the Raging Cajuns plus 1,365 to knock off Florida State. Oh, my. What, what is a 11 and a 14 to 1, dude, And when you parlay them? It's uh, 1,600 to 1. <laughs> 1,700 to 1. So I got uh, I got uh, 0.3 units in there to win 500. So I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. 500 unis. Wow. If you win that, you might not talk to me again Tuesday. I don't, Fit, you might sorry. Be done. 50, not 500. 50 units. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's still pretty damn good. Nice that, little payday. Wow, I love that. So two Double digit to one odds parlayed. <laughs> that is so stupid. That is cheat Carol in in uh, yeah in heart. I just I just identified two games that I could. I feel like we've all written it. Like I could just see it happening. I can't explain it. Just throw them together. They'll both probably lose by five touchdowns. But something tells me something's up. <laughs> okay. These teams typically do, I mean, they typically work themselves out and then you don't have like a playoff conspiracy. Like we're talking, we're talking Tennessee and Florida state here. I mean, come on. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Even if you get one of those, I mean, that's a great call. All right. Last one in the sec LSU hosts UAB. That, how have they not done away with this thing? Like, where the SEC just schedules some non-con in November. Yeah, I uh, I think this is the game I was getting confused with the other one. This one's in the fives. 52 Over and under. a half. Oh, yeah, I, I have the under here. Okay. I was, uh, I, was... I, love, I love the under. I have UAB's total D at 29th in the country. I mean, they're probably... I mean, it's LSU, sure, but I mean... LSU just scored 13 points against Arkansas, right? So say UAB's defense is reasonable. What's LSU scoring? 30 tops? That gives me 22 points to work with with UAB. I don't think they're going to drive down the field and score three touchdowns. So, Yeah, I'm, I actually was stay away, but I agree with you. I'm going to add that. 52 and a half. I could see LSU scoring like 24 points and yeah. UAB scoring 10. Like this. And, go, and going back to your point, 
at some point, this game is just going to get eliminated, right? Uh, this game, these games where they're just oh, playing, yeah, yeah Incarnate Word, like and there's multiple SEC schools doing that, right? I think they're all doing it, right? Tennessee yeah, just played someone last week or two oh, weekends ago. Yeah. So I guess Tennessee's playing South Carolina. So uh, yeah, I guess they're not all doing it, but no, 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 they're doing it like just different weeks. Alabama always plays that one shit like Citadel or something. I feel like it's very weird. Like put the cupcakes at the beginning. Yeah. The Citadel. Oh my God. I love that so much. All right. And then I've got three games outside the power five. So we got some American action Thursday night. Tulane is a three-point favorite hosting SMU with a total at 65. You probably don't have a ton of intel on this one, Trav. Yeah, so I got... Um, this is just from a little bit of research this, this week. So Tulane, 8-2 and two against the spread? Is that what you have, Matt? I'd, and, I'd be surprised. Maybe. Yeah, they're, I believe... They're 8-2 and two overall, so... Yeah, yeah I, be- I believe they're eight and two against the spread. Uh, that made me want to take them. Then I saw they were playing SMU, and I know those guys scored like ninety points two weekends ago. So this is a this is a stay away for me. Okay, yeah, I like the um, I like the over. SMU averages forty. Tulane averages thirty three. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get in on that. I think I like that. Uh, the line, I'm not going to touch though. Yeah, I have no idea who's going to win this game. You're lying if you're telling yourself you do as well. So. Yeah, agreed. And I guess. Tulane is still in the mix for the American between them and UCF, right? So, uh, what was the number for that? The total? Uh, 65. Oh, yeah. Way too low. Yeah, we could hit 70 there. You could have said anything there. I would have said way, way too, too low. low. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I know this is one of your plays. UConn on the road at Army. Yeah. Get, ten, uh, get, ten and a half. Getting ten, ten and a half points. Yep. Yeah, ten and a half. I think that was on FanDuel. I couldn't believe that. Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna do it. And if I'm wrong, I, I can, I can swallow it because they, man, they're. I think. What did I tell you? They're eight and two against the spread as well, right? Uh, yeah, eight and two or eight one and one. I think they might have pushed. Yeah. yeah so I'm. Yeah, I'll take my chances, man. Yeah, they've covered the last seven in a row. It's Army. It's, it's three and six Army. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If you don't think, like, I'm just picturing Jim Moore in practice this week. He's playing the Army QB. He's carrying the ball, and he's like, you know, he, he's the scout team quarterback, basically, and he's trying to teach, coach up the defense on what to do. <laughs> 100%. He's like, it's not that hard. Watch. <laughs> yeah. Rips his shirt off. It's just got a whistle around his neck. Um, what? Also, I kind of feel like that game's obviously it's not a service academy game, but it looks like a service academy under forty three and a <laughs> yeah, half. I did think that too, but then I just kept coming back to well, if it's going to be low, ten and a half should be plenty. So yeah, I'll just so stick we'll with be that. fine. Yeah, yeah, just take yeah. the ten and a half. Yep. Yeah, I love how we have the same thoughts about all these games. This is not going to be a good week. Is it? <laughs> it's going to be bad. Yeah. All right, last game. We're, we're going to blindly bet one side in this one, too. It's going to be 80 degrees on the island uh, for an 11 p.m. Eastern kick. Hosting UNLV. Again, they are giving us double-digit points with Hawaii. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that one's pretty. That one's. I mean, come on now. Four four and zero oh against the spread in their last four late night at home. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's not a stupid bet. <laughs> I'd say it's the correct side. Yeah. I think if it was six and a half, I'd still do it. I mean, it would, I'd probably know I was going to be wrong, but a touchdown, a touchdown is well within play. They're going to keep it close. They're going to look like the worst team and the best team uh, at different times. Uh, and then they're going to lose by a TD. Yeah. Just download your team one sports app. Buckle up. It's the last one of the year. Enjoy it. It's it's a, seems to be a free unit every week at this point. <laughs> free unit. That's sad. Last one of the year. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Take the rainbows. I don't know if you mentioned, I think you made a comment last week about not touching that over. Did you see how many points they scored, man? Did it go way over? Oh gosh. Yeah. 20, probably at least three touchdowns over because it was the Hawaii totals have been low, like low fifties. I might, I might have to take just a ceremonial over here. Yeah, as well. If it's last. Yeah. If it's yeah. the last one, let's do them both. Maybe even parlay those. <laughs> Well, same they, game parlay. They cover and it goes over. Let's make that the teaser. Just those two things? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least the teaser will be alive until 11 Eastern time. Yeah. That would be nice. All right. Other picks, Trav? Exhibitions? Yeah. Jeez, I feel like we touched on a lot of them, man. Um, uh, geez, the rice over got absolutely uh, screwed last week. Uh they had like four or five turnovers, like in the in the red zone, uh, driving into score, and they still almost hit it. Uh, so but, is this uh, a is this a Bud Elliott situation? We were on the right side. Oh yeah, I actually was going to preface it with I'm not trying to pull the bet the Bud Elliott guy. I was just going to say I, I I felt like it was a still a good play. All I right. was saying from the standpoint of justifying me taking it again. Um, so you're uh, on it. Yeah, so I'm on it again. Uh, I'm taking the uh, Rice UTSA over 60.5. I think UTSA could score like 50. Uh, So um, I have, uh, did we talk about Louisville, NC State? I think we talked about Malik Cunningham is hurt. Um, They're playing NC State at home. I don't know if I love this. Uh, I do have, uh, I had Louisville minus three and a half here. I guess my my thought is it's just more so about NC State just not being good. I mean, they've failed to cover five of six since Devin Leary got hurt. They lost outright at home last weekend as an 18-point favorite. I I just feel like the backup QB at Louisville uh, with Louisville at home can cover this game by more than a field goal. He's actually, it says, I'm looking on Twitter, it says day-to-day. That's the best update I can get. So he's not ruled out. Okay, okay, cool. Um, I have Michigan State minus 10.5 versus Indiana. I just... I think Indiana's terrible. I got to see him in person. They failed to cover three straight, seven of nine. This seems like a good spot for Mel Tucker to earn that like $10 million annual contract. And I think Tom Allen is in hot water, my man. Um, I would love to see that. Yeah. And then remarkably, I think we hit on all the other ones, Jake. So go ahead. All right. So I got five more. Uh, One of these is a batch. It's actually happening as we speak. I took the there's three Mac games going on Wednesday night. I took all three of those over just kind of blindly because I feel like the trend's been 50 50 thus far. And historically, it does better than that. 
So I actually have not even checked the scores, but just I did some blind overs uh, Wednesday night action. Okay, Vanderbilt plus 14 at home against Florida. We're riding high off the win versus Kentucky last <laughs> week. I think I saw 14 and a half if you want it. Yeah, I'll have to grab the hook. But don't be surprised if they steal it. <laughs> <laughs> Boston College plus 21 at Notre Dame. That number jumped out to me for being pretty large. ND coming off a field goal win with Navy. Uh, Boston College just won. I think Notre Dame beat Clemson, and we all just kind of forgot. They're like getting into dogfights with Stanford, Marshall. Yeah. I was, I'm on the same side of you here. I 21 seems like a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean they were just in a dog fight. They were in a dog fight with Navy. Navy. Yeah. I I thought Navy was gonna win. When they when they almost stole it. Yes. They almost stole it. When they were kicking the onside kick, I was like, there's one team on this planet that shouldn't be able to orchestrate an onside kick and get it, but it's gonna be Navy. <laughs> I was thinking and, the opposite. I would think like oh, that's just something they're repping. Okay, okay. Practice. Yeah, I like that too. But just my thought drilling. was like no, my thought is like they were literally like, Who's the onside kick specialist again? You know? So yeah, and it's just some guy that lays the ball flat, like not on the tee, and does that thing where you just spin it across the grass. Yeah, you know, speaking of onside kick specialists, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say that I feel like, you know, after watching just some of this madness this weekend, uh, you know, Washington beats Oregon and some of this other stuff going on. Notre Dame, you know, yeah, like you said, battling it out with Navy. Um, I did watch uh, the kickoff specialist from Utah State. Uh, kick the ball out of bounds against uh, Hawaii, and uh, fittingly, his his last name was Nimrod. So there is some sense in this world. All wow. is not lost. Yeah, <laughs> dipshit kicker, Nimrod. That one almost sounds made up, doesn't it? Yeah, N I M R O D. Yes. <clears throat> At the first, I was yeah. like, maybe he lost a bet. <laughs> Had to put that on the back of his jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And just boot the ball out of bounds once for the hell of yeah. it. <laughs> just see if anybody was watching. Penn State has like three Nimrods kicking off for them. Yeah. There you go. All right. I do have two more plays. Ole Miss minus two and a half at Arkansas. Arkansas is kind of getting the same exact line at home as last week. I like Arkansas, but I've got a banged up uh, KJ Jefferson. And I just think, like, don't kid yourself here. Arkansas is a 5-5 five and five team. They're ranked top 10 at one point this season. These guys are probably completely checked out. Ole Miss is still kind of playing for, like, a nice bowl game. I think motivation's a factor there. I like Ole Miss by a field goal. And then lastly, I want some redemption with the Buffs. Uh, they're getting 31 this time at Washington. So this is basically just like the USC game. Aren't they like two and eight against the spread? You must be down. Yeah, because I've hit them a lot. Yeah. Down on the buffs. But uh, I like what you said. When the game starts, I'm going to cross off the zero on the scoreboard right down 31. Yeah. 31 nothing to start things off. Let's, yeah. I like my chances. All right. So those are all my plays. Uh, let's just do the. Or give So your cheat Carol parlay was officially. Louisiana to beat Florida State and does that seem does that seem that outrageous? No, it doesn't. I haven't and I haven't then, really followed Louisiana a ton though. And then South Carolina, Tennessee. I mean, 
that sounds insane, but I mean, what are we talking? Like Hendon Hooker gets hurt. Now it's a toss up. Oh, if Hennett, yeah, it's a toss up if Hendon Hooker gets hurt. Yeah. I don't uh South Carolina does that once or twice a year too. That's what I'm saying, yeah. man. Yeah. Get on it now. Yeah. <laughs> Seventeen hundred to one. Okay, I thought mine was aggressive. Uh let's see. Mine is about twenty to one. Iowa plus one twenty at Minnesota. Stanford plus one sixty five at Cal. Oklahoma State plus two forty at Oklahoma. I might just need to add some Oklahoma State plus two forty straight up because that seems like the way to do it, man. Don't throw any of them together. Just take some money lines like that. Yeah, and then get one or two and break a profit. Yeah, I also did that though a couple of years ago, and it never worked. And I see that the bear does that too in his picks. The bear basically copies the the old six rack. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but the bear is, he puts like parlays together at the end of his picks and they are just the most square like lame ass parlays they'll be like <laughs> minus 400 here and minus 250 here i'm gonna they parlay don't hit. Them. And they don't hit <laughs> yeah well that's the thing they, when you start that's yeah. that's the six rack one and one you start adding up all of those heavy favorites That's one of I'm them's going you, to lose yes i'm telling you man it, he had to have laid eyes at a, on at least one six rack because he has one segment that, that that's called like uh like plus odds money lines to play and then the other one is <laughs> the bears teaser and he just throws all these freaking long shots together <laughs> and then he loses them both he loses everything i mean i'm laughing that's me i'm, 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 I'm just glad it's not me yeah that's okay. everyone. We're all yeah. like 50 50 on regular plays, and we've just lost a bunch of money parlaying stuff. Yeah. It's everyone in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason they want you to parlay everything. <laughs> yeah. Right when you log into those apps, it's like the first thing you see is just all yeah. sorts of same game parlays. Here's a parlay boost so you can lose <laughs> more money. Yeah. But all you right. could have won more. <laughs> All right, Trav, we need a favorite play here. I feel like I have so many I like a lot. Yeah, I hate it. I actually hate it because I was like, I don't think I like any of these. Now I've like, what if we both so donate? I don't know if we want to mess with this thing or not. I mean, it's going yeah. so poorly. What if we both donate two and then move them by like 10, like you said? That's what I said. Oh, yeah, I think that's the way to do it. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted to go Hawaii. I just looked at UNLV, though. They've been playing better the last couple of weeks. I'm not going to monkey around with that. Uh, I think my two favorites are. Two of my favorites are still uh, Clemson with the, um, you know, having to win by three scores. I think that's reasonable, though. And then uh, UConn plus ten and a half. I love that one. Um, I love UConn, I'll, too, so I'll have no objection if that loses. So I think 17 and a half is reasonable. We could even move it to 21. That's are what they I'm saying. By if, 21? If we move this thing by 10. Yeah. I, I, I like that one. Um, Why don't geez. we do that? Let's do three legs. And move it by 10 points. And we both agree that UConn is one of the plays. Okay. I like that. Uh, that'll, give us, that'll give us back to close to like a minus 110 bet. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you at with Georgia, Kentucky under 49 and a half? Like what about 59 and a half? Do yeah. you think? That should be fine. Yeah. That should be safe, right? I would, I would put a stamp of approval on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about... Michigan State playing Indiana, uh, 10 points. I guess that's a money line. 
It's a Michigan State money line. <laughs> Do you like that one? <laughs> it's Michigan State at home. Uh, at home. Yeah, that's that's in. That's stamp okay. of approval. We only got to pick three. Are we about to do the bear thing here where we're throwing together all these long shots? <laughs> no, I thought you're just trying to pick. So you need to I donate like, one. I just have to pick one. Because one okay, is... I'll, t- one I'll is take in. Michigan State money line. Okay, Michigan State money line. Yeah. Minus point, point 0.5, I guess. So if they tie, I guess they lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my problem is I just like a few of these a lot. I'll do the Georgia Kentucky one under. I love that one. Yeah. I, I, so I'll I, donate that one. Safe. Yeah. And then we already have the Yukon in. So those will be the three legs. Okay. Um, so we're moving them all 10 points. We've hit rock bottom. Yeah. So which, if, which one loses? Tom Allen? Yukon. Probably Yukon. Yeah. Yukon. Okay. So Yukon, you want it plus 20 and a half. 10 and a half. Yeah, it'll be 20 and a half. Wow, that almost needs to get to 21. That's all right. Yeah. 20's still a good 20's, number. Yeah. Dude, yeah, 20's good. Okay, I think we got it this week. I think we say that every week, but this one I don't know what that's to believe. I don't know if that's going to look like a minus 110 bet or if it's going to be like a minus 150 bet, though. Um, I think, I don't know. I could throw it together. I'll let you, actually, I'll throw it together now and text it to you, so. NFL, wrap up, sprinkles. I literally almost forgot. So, yeah, do you have any? I have one quick one. No, go ahead. I'm going to look at the lines. I don't I think had I'm going to play it. I had Redskins minus two jotted down, went to place it, and couldn't get it because they knocked off the Eagles last night. So I was like, shoot, it's going to be a TD. They're playing the Houston Texans. Check this morning, and it's still minus three. So it's like, wow, I can't believe that. Uh, Ta- Taylor Heineke, three, oh, and one against the spread as a starter. Uh, yeah, the massive win against the Eagles last week I mentioned. I don't think it's going to be pretty, and I don't think he's going to play well, but I think they win this game by three points or more. So um, it's, I mean, they're playing the Texans. Uh, their coach is Lovey Smith, in case you forgot. Give me uh, the Redskins uh, minus three. Yeah, I like that one. I see that here. I don't really like anything else. I would have enjoyed betting against Jeff Saturday again, but he's actually getting seven points against the Eagles. In Indianapolis, so I do not like that at all. <laughs> would it shock you if they won again? Like, no, I don't yeah. think it would. <laughs> How about this? Two teams that we say can't get any worse. The Raiders play the Broncos. And the Broncos are basically favored by the home field advantage. I have no, I have no faith in the Raiders. I think if the Raiders were playing the Georgia Bulldogs, I, I would take the Bulldogs to at least cover. Uh, two shitty teams. I'd take the under. That'd be my one play go. that I wouldn't play. There you go. I love that. What, what do you got there? Okay. That's pretty, that's it's, low. That's low, but for a reason. There's a, yeah, exactly. Uh, Broncos D is good. Um, their offense is terrible. Uh, geez, I like that one a lot. I got to throw that down, I think, as well. I, I have a Travia for you, actually, before we close out, Trav. I made this one up myself. <clears throat> NFL Travia. So, Aaron Rodgers is coming off back-to-back NFL MVPs. He's essentially been eliminated from pulling off the three-peat. Yeah. How many people have ever won the NFL MVP three consecutive times? 
Dang, I was hoping you weren't going to ask me this because I don't know the answer to that. Three times in a row? Um, I can make this. There, I can make this easy. Has there? Uh, don't make it easy. Has there been any since two thousand? Uh, yeah, this would be after two thousand. Um, geez, I don't know why. I feel like Ladanian Tomlinson came to mind. No, so it's a QB. Okay, is it Peyton Manning? It is not, and it is only one time ever. And your hint. Is this is weirdly coincidental? Weirdly coincidental um, with what I prefaced this question with. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Oh, you're going to tell me it's Brett Favre? Yeah, Brett Favre did it. It's the wow. only guy to ever do it. <clears throat> yeah, you know Logan James texted me here the other day, and he said that uh, Josh Allen is the new Brett Favre, and I didn't know how to feel about it. But now that you mentioned that, three straight MVPs. That's that's pretty good. I'll take that. That's great. Yeah. Josh Allen doesn't have an elbow, though, according to our insider, Bob. (laughs) Bob. Bob. Got to get Bob on the pod. Yeah. All right. And then uh, I have something else, but I'm going to save that for later. I think we can can wrap this sucker up, Trav. Let's do it. So that is the 14th episode in the books. We switched up the teaser. This is the week we get back on track, I think. I like a lot of my plays. I know you feel the same. You've got ten of ten of them yourself. So yeah, uh, I I'm actually kind of doing a little fiddling right now. Uh, I might have to move some of those to exhibitions. Um, not that I don't still like them, but I just don't love them as some other, as much as some others. Okay, very good. And I, as it stands now, I plan on getting some time in front of the TV. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. Love that. Yeah, the significant others working a. 24 so she will be catching zero zero games i will be making up i will be uh making it up you tell um, me she's gonna miss those pac-12 matchups <laughs> yeah well maybe she'll probably catch it at work yeah she'll probably pull up the stream yeah she'll probably pull up the stream <laughs> so anyways i'll be right along with you so looking forward to the uh banter back and forth yes very much so maybe some live bets get ourselves in trouble yeah big time uh follow us on instagram at that's underscore garbage. Text us. Our number's 4242425691. It might be 9156, but. 